Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Sex Macabre. I'm Carrie. And I'm Chrissy. And we are super excited because we are in Key West. Yeah, we are. And um, it is beautiful. Oh, yes, it's like almost 80 degrees, guys. And um, sunny and windy and, you know, just beautiful. It is. And we are actually outside of the gates of the cemetery. Yeah, so we definitely want to let you guys know you're going to hear some probably some jets. Uh, there's a cat that's walking around here. There's 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 been some dogs. By. Yeah, so yeah. If you hear some some stuff in the background, it's all a part of today's episode. Yeah, I can't promise there won't be ghosts. Ooh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I like that. I didn't think about that. I love it. <laughs> So if, if you guys don't know, um, those of you who have not been to Key West, um, there is a airport directly behind us, and um, we are actually outside of the iron rot gates of the cemetery, and there is a little place where you can uh, get maps. Um, there's so many yeah. graves in here. Um, there's the one. Yeah, and there's the one that says... Uh, I, I told you I was sick, mm -hmm. so which mm -hmm. is always my favorite. Yep. And the other one, I think, I'm just resting my eyes. I'm just resting my eyes, yeah. I know. And it's every been... time we come, we've seen it a million times, we go right back to those graves. Because it's awesome. Dreams. We're like, it's fantastic. Yeah, we've seen it. It hasn't changed. We're going to see it again. Right. So so just a, a little bit of business, what I wanted to, to talk to you guys about before we get into the session is about our website. Um, I want you guys to, if you get a chance, check out our current episode. So Chrissy has completed both episodes of the Boat Ramp Mystery. Where the hell did my mistress go? Yeah, I got no idea where she went. <laughs> <laughs> We're still trying to figure that out. <laughs> but they're both loaded, and you guys check the second one on current episode, and then, of course, look at our past episodes page, and you'll see all of the links to our past episodes and whatever pictures we may have. And then, of course, we do have a section for our upcoming episodes, which is our episode for today, our macabre mini status graveyard. So one thing that I wanted to add in addition to this is there was not a four hours of research that went into our mini session today. So what you'll notice in these minis is they very much are minis. Um, we're doing a little bit of research, we're bringing you guys the pictures that we snap, we're bringing you guys our experiences. Um, so for all of you history buffs out there, don't at me, okay? I got it. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> we did what we could. We did. I mean, I, you know, I was trying to very much to keep it to a mini. Yeah. Um, but our minis may be over an hour and I'm, you know, like, is that a mini? I don't know. Well, you can't say we weren't inebriated when we did the research That's as well. Fair. So. That's fair. So. You, you guys have no idea what it was like to go back and look at, open up your notes on your iPhone and go, what the, what does that mean? What, what did I say? Chrissy, what does that mean? I don't know, Carrie, I got nothing. <laughs> Delete. Back over it. Maybe we can take this tour again? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so, um, just a, I know we typically, typically do a disclaimer, however, today there really isn't anything that we're sharing. There may be some cussing, but... Uh, again, I'm just going to say, listener discretion is advised. This is just ghost stories, though. There's no... Uh, well, we say it's ghost stories, but there's some fact to oh, some of this. Everything is factual, yeah. yes. Let me let me, let me me be clear that, yes, it's, yeah. it's, it's factual. The places we've been are factual. The places <laughs> we've been and the stories and the 
differences that we did are very much factual. Yeah. So, um, well, just to get into it, Key West is a hub for all kinds of paranormal activity. Um, there's activity in the graveyard, there's activity in churches, there's activity in streets, hotels, personal residences, trees, bars, um, and it's considered by many to be one of the most haunted places in the United States. It is, it to me is a hub for paranormal activity. Yeah. I think every inch of this island has some crazy story. Yeah, there's there's history everywhere. Yeah. And you don't think that everybody talks about how beautiful it is and yeah. it's sunny and go down and have fun, but there there truly is history here and we always try to do a little bit of the history stuff while we're here. We do the ghost oh, stuff. Oh, definitely. We tour around, we do some drinking and we do a lot of eating. Right. But we, you know, it's not about partying the entire time while we're here. Yeah, I know. I, I particularly like all of the I, I love the graveyard. It, this is this is actually one of my favorite spots. Mine too. Um which reminds me about our trip to Savannah, clearly, our trip to the graveyard in Savannah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we will have to probably do an episode on Savannah. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But this is by far one of my favorite, you know, quiet places on uh, the Keys. Yeah. It is quiet. Um, there's a lot of, of folks here just kind of sitting around, um, riding their bikes through the paths. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the maps at the graveyard have, you know, a list of, historical folks that you should check out it it, yeah. it really is kind of cool it's, it's extremely cool and you know visitors and islanders alike um you know going back to the paranormal activity on the island visitors and islanders have reported seeing and hearing all sorts of paranormal activity orbs shadowy shadowy figures poltergeists you name it um day or night it doesn't matter these ghosts do not discriminate um And I wanted to stop here and just say, you know, ghostly images and orbs. I think ghostly images and orbs are the two main ones that they see on the island. However, I think there's been everything. There's been the shadowy figure. There's been the poltergeist. The poltergeist is the one that actually, like, moves objects. Right. Turn lights on and off. Knock over chairs. Knock over chairs. Right. Um, Throw dishes. Oh, could you imagine? I I got nothing. And also, too, I think uh, the orbs and the ghostly images are mostly seen um, in pictures. Yes. Typically where we see them. Yes. I don't. And they show up, like, weeks later. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've been told, you know, just this recent tour that we went on, it was, the guy was like, don't throw out your photos for, like, three weeks because they show up later in your photos, which is really strange. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought to go back and look. Three le- three weeks later. Yeah, they said take the picture, leave it alone, right, and go back. And you know, which reminds me, I haven't gone back. To I know I have <laughs> I have not even bothered to look at any of the pictures I've taken in Savannah, um, oh, which which we need to go back and look at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so yeah, but basically the entire island has some sort of paranormal activity to it, um, which leads me to my first topic. And I don't think you can talk about the paranormal activity on this island without talking about Robert the doll. Yeah, and he gives me the creeps every time I just see his picture. I, I, um, people (laughs) have, I'm just, I'm stuttering here because I, I just got some chill. Yeah. But people have said that Robert the doll is the creepiest and most sinister of all the paranormal activity. Just on on the the island. island. Yeah. 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 
and currently he stays in the East Martello Tower. Which I can tell you guys is is super quiet. It's it's dark. It's it's uh I mean it's I mean it's a fort, right? It's it is, but it so inside when you go in and it's kind of kind of creepy because the the last thing that the lady says when you get the yeah when we got our stamp like, yeah make sure you ask robert yeah you and take his picture like, i totally did not because the picture that i'm going to post on the website yeah is i totally did not ask that dude well, for was, his permission <laughs> to take his picture i was taking all sorts of pictures and in my mind i'm like please forgive me please forgive me i didn't forgive me. Well, you know what? I I didn't ask for forgiveness, but you know, and nothing. She snapped the picture. Yeah, I mean, it's only been a, like a day or so, but right. nothing bad has happened thus far. Knock on wood. Knock on the concrete okay, that we're sitting so, on. <laughs> so currently, like I said, you can visit him in the East Martello Tower, and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But if you haven't been, it's definitely worth the trip because if you're not interested in anything in that tower, go up to the top and take a view. Uh, the view of the airport, which I get it, it's just an airport, but then turn around. Yeah, but it's super cool. It's, it's beautiful. It is awesome. Um, so the story begins with the wealthy Otto family, and they had a house on Eaton Street, and they traveled and worked a lot. They traveled so much and worked so much that they needed to hire a caretaker for their young son, Robert Jean Otto. Now I want to pause here because um, Robert the doll and the son, Robert Jean Otto. So from now on, the son we will call Jean, and Robert the doll is Robert the doll. Just wanted to make sure it's not gonna get too confusing. Um, so the caretaker was hired, and she developed an extremely strong bond with Jean. And by the way, in all of my research, I could not find the name of this caretaker. It just says caretaker everywhere. So um, from my perspective, she's just completely unnamed. So her and Jean developed this bond. Um, however, the caretaker, the caretaker and Miss Otto have a falling out. They get into a huge argument, and the caretaker was fired. Did they say why they got in a fight? I could never. I couldn't find out what the argument was over, and I, I have no idea. But it's it's bothering Ooh. me that I don't. Know yeah, I know, right? I want to know. know what the fight was over. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, but before she left the property, she gave Jean a life-size doll that she made in his image. So he was a toddler then, very young, I think, you know, maybe close to five. Mm -hmm. um, so, and you've seen it. The doll yeah. very much is I mean, about the size of a five-year-old. It is. I mean, the it doesn't look like one. Yeah, I was <laughs> getting ready to say, like, the facial features, like, is, I mean, it, it looks like a puppet. And, like, it, yeah. it's the weirdest looking face but I, I get that the time you know that he got it to now I mean yeah. I'm sure there's some deterioration on the face and whatnot but it's he's still he's a creepy looking doll he's the creepiest like, looking doll I've ever he's seen a creepy looking yeah doll no he's strange um you know many people believe that the caregiver worked black magic and or voodoo into the doll now, uh, no one knows that makes sense sure. right yeah right so that makes sense starting now I'm starting to develop this picture of okay yeah the caretaker and like what she looks test, like yeah right? <laughs> she's, she's made this voodoo doll to give to the kid right and good luck I know. <laughs> i'm going back to jamaica bitch you pissed me <laughs> off you fired me <laughs> it's like when you're you, you know the grandparents give the kids 
chocolate and candy and they're and like, oh, here you go. Have fun. <laughs> Either way, you know, of course they they weren't sure. I think there was a lot of speculation and a lot of assuming. Either way, the doll was blamed for most, if not all, of the unusual circumstances. Well, it wasn't it Robert, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry, Gene, mm-hmm. that blamed the doll for all his behavior. Yeah. And he was like, okay, um, who knocked the cookie jar off the counter? Robert did it. Yep. So, so okay. Gene never took responsibility for anything. And people agree and have said that Robert the doll has caused accidents, car accidents broken bones, job loss, divorce, and mm-hmm. many other misfortunes. And then, you know, anything that happened around the house, like you say, cookie jar or, uh, I don't know, you, you knock something off the table, Jean would immediately blame Robert the doll. Now, I mean, I wish I had a scapegoat like that. Well, I'm, I'm thinking nowadays, <laughs> if you have a single child with two parents that, you know, can't be with them, we all know what that's, you know. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. You know, my kids. <laughs> She did it. He did it. Yeah. Uh, um. So, like, like I said, Jean blamed Robert for any destructive act, anything, and it got to be where it was excessive. It, so much. It happened so much that the parents got fed up. They were not convinced that Robert was the cause of these misfortunes. So they got fed up with Jean, and they took Robert, and they couldn't. Oh my God! They put their kid in the attic. I'm sorry, Robert the doll. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I did oh say my God. <laughs> this, this story took a oh, dark turn. This is great. Maybe I should continue on with that version. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was folks. like, no. holy shit. The parents took Robert the doll. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. Robert got the it. doll. Sorry. No, that. That, that makes more bad. sense. Yeah. <laughs> I did that for special effects. Sure you did. <laughs> so Robert's in the attic, right? Um, Gene is miserable he had a really hard time with his separation from robert the doll and his parents felt really really bad and they gave in and they gave the doll back Hmm. so you know the bond between this child gene and the doll robert carried into his adulthood into his married life so later on in life he's married to a woman named ann and Anne always said that there was an odd or peculiar relationship between Jean and Robert the doll. Okay, I, I, I got to pause there because I, I'm, I'm glad s- you did because I was, I got to, <laughs> we're going to have a conversation about all you fellas and ladies out there. <laughs> First of all, okay, I am with this guy. I've met him on Insta, I don't know, or Tinder or whatever. And I mean, I'm imagining well, hopefully this. Hopefully he has his life-size doll. I mean, honestly. And you can swipe left or whatever the, whatever the way you're. I'm imagining, like, <laughs> Robert the doll beside him, like, they're cheesing. Yep. And it's like, hey, um, I'm Jean, this is Robert, and I would like to date you. Well, this is what I was going to say. If you, if you are in a relationship and you are considering asking or marrying someone who has a life-size, has a life-size doll. doll in a similar situation, I'm just asking you to maybe reconsider, think, maybe. think through it, call a friend, whatever you gotta do. Call a friend. Just you know, let's just let's think through it. It doesn't make sense. Well, you know, and in and in Jean's adult life, right. he was an artist. 
So I, I'm, and I've seen some of his work, and I didn't think his work was very eccentric, but I imagine him being, you know? I know, but I mean, what is, I mean, did Robert have an effect on his artwork? Is that what we're trying to, is that what we're alluding to? I don't think so. Okay. I'm just, I'm kind of, I'm doing a little bit of, of classifying in terms of, I, I feel like, me personally. Just being eccentric. And, yeah, yeah, I am not a doctor. But he cool. was, he clearly, was clearly, but you play one on television. <laughs> he was isolated. He, right. I, my assumption is he didn't get the love and care that he wanted from his parents. He turned to this doll. He created this. He created this uh, friend. Yeah. Right. And he, and I, I don't know. I just feel like he, he couldn't probably even relate to his wife. He chose his doll over his wife a lot of times. Clearly, that is messed up. So, so his wife, Anne, um, you know, again, it said that this was a very odd relationship between the doll and between... Yeah, Anne. Robert. Well, what I was going to say, it sounds like he's taken a lot of emotional feelings and put it into this doll. So, and you know, and I'm, I, I'm a true believer in, like, the paranormal and stuff. So, you know, I buy into the fact that you love an inanimate object yeah. so much that you have put emotion into it. Those feelings and 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 emotions and all of those things have to go somewhere. I so can't. it makes sense. Like he would, this doll would then have all like inside right. of it all of these From weird things. Childhood. This isn't something right. he got when he was. 20 or whatever. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is something that it's, his mother, I'm right. assuming, right, his caregiver, which yeah. I'm guessing in his mind was potentially his mother figure, yeah. gave him. Right. And there's some feelings. There. And clearly, I mean, you know, think about it. We're just talking through this between us. You okay, guys. but I know, but think about it. You give <clears throat> your emotions and feelings into an animal. You right. know, and those and those feelings come back to you. They're reciprocated. Mm -hmm. You give it to an inanimate object, and they're just housing and housing and housing. Yeah. Surely that thing is gonna like eventually. What I'm stretching. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like I know where you're going. I'm just like. It's just hmm. so weird. It it is. It's so okay. Weird. Okay. So, but but there's more. So, um, um, you know, again, and peculiar relationship between the two not yeah to mention around the house there was a lot of strange and odd circumstances mm -hmm. that that never stopped um and it was difficult for Anne to keep staff they would uh, get hired they would get really spooked and freaked out and then they would leave so at this point Anne's had it again, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Anne's had it, and Robert goes to the attic again. So oh, so she gets, she's yeah. like, get this piece of shit out of get here. This, <laughs> get this doll out of here. Right. So, and it didn't last long. Gene was pissed, uh, and I'm not paraphrasing. He claimed that Robert was not happy in the attic, and he moved Robert back out of the attic and into his art studio. Ugh. And this, of course, became a source of contention between them and not, like the marriage. Right. Not yeah. only them, but but at this point, Robert is in the attic, and it's at this time that neighbors and the kids... Oh, people are talking shit. see <laughs> him move from window to window. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. So there's gossip in the town. Of course, Anne's embarrassed. She's mortified. She can't do anything about this dog. Because it's... A, doll, not dog. I was just saying, not where dog. did the dog come in? So... <laughs> the dog walking around in there. So... so <laughs> 
you've got a doll in a window. Like it's in the art studio. Yeah, it's sitting and in it's front moving of the around. Window. And that that is what people claim to see: this doll moving around. I mean, moving from window to window. It would right. Sit in one window, then it would be in another window. Um, it. it it, of course, well, we don't know in my that mind, in my Jean mind, isn't moving yeah. the doll, like, right? I, I think that there was probably a little bit of a split personality with Jean, and I'm not going there. You know, that's where kind of I was trying to go earlier. Like, I, yeah. with, you know, the, the staff hearing two different voices. Oh, yeah. You know, or things being moved. And, and again. Oh, and that I'm makes a, perfect doctor, sense. I mean, not. That's what I'm thinking in my head. <laughs> I, that makes more sense than me saying, you know, feelings are going into an inanimate object. That's okay. That's where I go. <laughs> so, but eventually, right, Gene gets older and he passes away and the doll was left in the art studio. But the doll carried on. The house was put up for sale. The new owners moved in. Daughter really, I think they had one child. The daughter was really enamored with with the doll. However, the new owners began very shortly to hear the disturbing sounds, to hear this evil laughter, um, to find the doll routinely in different locations. Ah. And here's the kicker. And it was the last straw for the new owners. Um, of the house, because they the just house. left the doll in the attic? Well, what? yeah. So this, this is the new owners, right? So the new owners are in there. They found this doll. Uh-huh. Their daughter's like, yay, toy, let's play. <laughs> then they start having all these disturbing things happen again, right. kind of periodically and sporadically. Ah, see, my theory doesn't sound so right? weird no, now. It, it doesn't, no. <laughs> so they woke up one night, and this was the last straw. They wake up one night to find at the foot of their bed, and I just have chills, Robert the doll holding a knife with a very menacing face, which is why That's this crazy. doll is the inspiration for the Chucky movie. No kidding. I got chill bumps. That's look. I got chill bumps. I see them in 80 degree weather. I had a <laughs> That's insane. Um, and so I just, you know, there's so much I could. I think you could probably do an entire podcast. Okay. About this doll. Well, I I'll tell you what was creepy for me is when we went and saw the doll and it was all of these people that had written letters oh yeah saying dear robert i am sorry the one that stuck with me was like this lady and she had written a letter in it and and guys I, for those of you who have not been there there's like this plexiglass yeah thing. and it's like a you know monitor and it shows on a um, continuous uh, yeah. loop of all these letters that have been uh, written to Robert the doll. And this lady's like, I am so sorry. My daughter made fun of you while we were here. Ever since I got here, um, my cat died. Um, I broke my leg. She got in a car accident. There was like a litany of things that had gone on. And she was like, please um, forgive me and my daughter. And we're so sorry. People are legitimately and like it's crazy. Scared. And and that was like in 2020. Yeah. That was like a May of 2020. This yeah. lady wrote this shit. People I was like, are legit. And here's something else about these stories that I'm sharing with you guys. This these aren't stories that happened 100 years ago or 200 years ago. These are things that are real life actual events that are still being seen or still happening right now, today. Yeah, that's just insane. Yeah, isn't it? It's just it's nuts. It's creepy. It is. 
So, <clears throat> so that and that's all for Robert the Doll. So my next one, um, and all of these to me resonated with me. I found something really interesting about every single story that I'm sharing. Um, but the next one for me is uh, the Fort Zachary Taylor. Yeah. So, <clears throat> which is a cool place. It is. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was yeah a pretty cool place. And there's there's some really really interesting facts. Um, so after the War of 1812, and in an effort to secure the southeastern coast, the U.S. began constructing a series of forts across the South. Now, um, this leads to plans for Fort Taylor, which they decided would be on Thompson Island. Now, Thompson Island is out the, is on the southwest tip of Key West. Um, it's actually not a separate island. I don't know why it's named Thompson Island. Yeah. It's I, a part of. I was going to say. Is everything it? that I could tell, I mean, there may be a, a small, you know, line of water around it, but to me it looked like it was very much attached yeah, to yeah, yeah. Key West. Um, but it, it takes 15 years once they have plans, once the plans are finalized, to complete this fort. And there's a laundry list of, of things, um, you know, there's natural disasters down there at that time, right? In the 1800s, mm -hmm. there's hurricanes, there's the weather. It's super humid. It's very windy. It's very, very hot. It's a lot, probably like exposed to a lot of the elements. Yeah, yeah. it's exposed. Um, the land itself probably wasn't the best. Oh yeah. Land to you know to to build a fort on. Plus, there were criminals in the area. They were still, you know, contending with pirates. And yeah, things I was like gonna that. say pirates. Yeah. So there was just a ton of a ton of things that they were that they were dealing with. Mm -hmm. However, they do get it done. So November in 1850, they have the inauguration uh, for Fort Taylor. Now, just a little bit of extra information that I found interesting, and I don't know why. Maybe because it's some weird. But Fort Taylor was named after our 12th president. Zachary um, Taylor. President Zachary Taylor, yeah. who could not make the opening because he had passed just prior to, you know, oh, to the inauguration. Yeah. Okay. So that's sad. So here here's what I think is really interesting. So not one drop of blood, not one, you guys, not one drop of blood was spilled in battle at this fort. However, hundreds of people died within the walls. So during that time, um, disease like yellow fever and dysentery, um, you know, those were the rampant epi epidemics that they were dealing with at the time. Um, so people died from those all the time. There were also um, drunken soldier Russian. Say that five times fast. <laughs> so, so I don't want to say that these guys were bored, but you know, it it, it looked like that they were drinking and trying to get into a little bit of trouble and then there would be scuffles and there would maybe be duels and there would be silly drunk games like you know can we swim with rocks in our pocket you know I, and i'm not kidding well, what else are you gonna do in the fort it's hot it's 100 degrees you're drunk off of rum i was gonna say like you've got some rum Arr, there's a pirate i don't know what do you do <laughs> i've but there were, you know, so people were dying. This, this is not, this is not battle. Okay? As we laugh, there's people that are it's dying. It's terrible. God. 
<laughs> but, you know, silly, drunken things that they did. Um, there were convicts that were jailed that killed each other. They were fighting, um, you know, um, there were pirates. There so were is the fort like a jail or is it a fort? It's a fort. Like, not a, you know, my kids are going to build a fort I mean, they, in their room. Like, what kind of fort are they? No, it was, it was a fort, right, to use to protect uh, Key West. Know, right. Okay. This, but it but it did have, you know, a hospital area. It did have um, an area, you know, that they would put people in if they weren't behaving. You know, I don't want to say a jail. I can't, I can't remember. What do they call it? Dungeons? Dungeons. Or <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, all of these deaths, mm-hmm. hundreds if not thousands of people died. Well, I can imagine, like, I mean. In, in all that time? Right. The yellow fever. Yeah, I mean, dysentery. that shit was, like, super contagious. Yeah. I mean, think about COVID. Oh, God. But then... Somehow I knew COVID was going to come in. Well, I was just, just going to say, I mean, think about the... the the Yeah, no. How right. fast that has, you know... Imagine in that heat... Been passed. I can't right. imagine, like, in Ugh. that heat, how quickly you're going to spread a germ. And, I know. And, and, in 18, and in 1815, I haven't been drinking, I promise. Um, they weren't that clean i'm sure they didn't shower every day oh god no and i mean the only thing i can think of kiri is how bad it probably smelled i don't even like it makes me like the acid in my stomach so there's actually so it's so funny you say that i've got got something about that um, in just a minute but all of these deaths right All of this makes Fort Taylor full of very strange activities, mm-hmm. very disturbing sights, and and events. And just, you know, a handful of these, and this is just a handful, the list actually went on, but these to me were like the most intriguing ones. Mm-hmm. This first one gives me chills. Um, soldiers lining in formation in the moonlight. Uh, like, I'm just like, I can somehow that's I creepy. Can envision, I can yeah. envision that in my head. Yeah. Um, bloated corpses. corpses. Oh, my. That is so wrong. Blowing up to the beach, but then disappearing. (laughs) And then here's the other one. This is what people saw? Yeah. Foul smells coming from the barracks. Now that I can, I mean, it's probably like like the smell permeated into the walls. Yep. Sounds of gunfire and flashes of gunpowder when there was no gun. Right. That's creepy. And, you know, the cold spots, which we've heard a lot of, right? Yeah. You hear a lot of cold spots. Definitely. And then the moans of the area where the hospital once stood. Yeah. Like the cold spots, I feel like I could go back to in our next little story. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I've experienced that before. That's creepy. That's some strange activity right there. If you know, like if you don't know, you're like, Oh, thank God, there's some air. There's some air. <laughs> right. But if you if you're uh, if you're a little intrigued or interested in the paranormal, I was gonna say yeah. If you're gonna be, if you're us, we're out. looking for right. cold spots. <laughs> and then, and, and really, just just some other interesting information that I that I I personally just some history for you history buffs. But this fort remained active until 1947. That's um, not that long ago. No. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's really not. Yeah. And then it was surplus to the U.S. Navy. Uh, then Fort Taylor was named a National Historic Landmark in 1973. The property was then donated to the state of Florida in 1976, and in 1985 it was open to the public. So you guys can yeah, go you be, and take yeah. a tour of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It, it, it's a pretty um, neat little venture. Mm-hmm. Um, we it's rode our away. bikes. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. Tucked, I thought it was more tucked away than. 
everything else. Yeah. Does, does that make sense? Well, it, it's not. It's kind of off the beaten path, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. But it's there. Yeah, it is. It's kind of cool. You can ride your bikes because um, I recommend if you're going to Key West, always get a bike. Ride your bicycle. Ride everywhere. your bicycle. Um, we had our bikes and put all of our <laughs> equipment. Um, we look like we are homeless. <laughs> it, it's it's a great really, time, though. And really, really like our laptop. <laughs> we got some microphones in our basket. So, yeah, we look a little strange. <laughs> we don't care. Um, and and I'm sure everybody's weird in Key West. Behind, yes, absolutely. And I'm sure people it's are fantastic. laughing behind our backs. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was that was Fort Zachary Taylor. And I think out of all of these, I don't know why, but I think this is my favorite one. Is it? Yeah. Uh, um. I. I but I like ne- all of them. But okay. But but then but then the next one too. Okay. Oh, so, that's my favorite. My next. Yeah. The one you're we're gonna talk about next. Right. Is my favorite. So. Um, now, I'm probably going to butcher this last name, Francisco Marrero, right? So, Francisco Marrero was a cigar maker that came to Key West and built a mansion um, that is now a B&B. Oh, and guys, it is the awesomest freaking B&B I've ever seen. Yeah, I believe it's called the Marrero Mansion. Yes, and it is. I-, I wish I remembered those ladies' names, but they were the most friendly... Um, yes, they gave know, us a tour. They gave us a tour. We we looked like I guess pound puppies on the porch. Just yeah, we did. Scratching around, <laughs> sniffing at, <laughs> sniffing at all the little pretty shinies that they had on the porch. Well, it's the awesomest mansion because the whole mansion is purple, and it's, it's like purple and then light purple, and like the inside is has, gorgeous. Still has some of the original. Uh, Stained yes. wallpaper. Yes. Um, I think it was the, by. Um, he put tobacco. It tobacco, was. Um, right. It was cigar leaves and stuff on the. Um, it's almost like wainscoting. Yeah, it's. If beautiful. you will. And I think the and I think the piano that Francisco purchased is Correct. still in the house. It is still. Yeah, because it said do not touch, yep. and I wanted to touch it really well, we badly. We all wanted to touch everything. <laughs> but so Francisco um, uh, built this mansion in the late 1800s, and he built it for the love of his life to entice her to move to Key West. Now, I just want to say, like, how charming is that? Where, Where is my Francisco? I was getting ready to say, why don't why, I why have a Francisco? Me, right? So, um, but, you know. Yeah, there, there's always there's a, a but. but. There's, a that, that, there's always a but. So the love of his life, right, was her name was Enriqueta, and I'm hope I'm not butchering that. I think you got it right. I was going to say, good job. I've been practicing it like all day. Good job. She loved the mansion. She came down. She loved the mansion. She loved Francisco. They were madly in love. They had eight children together. They are living their best life. They got to be in love if you got eight kids. Right. (laughs) But however, here it comes, you guys. (laughs) Here comes the other shoe. So however, Francisco was already married to a woman in his homeland, which is Cuba. Now, Enriqueta did not, oh my gosh, she did not know. Well, there's a lot more. This is this gets more painful for me. Um, so Francisco goes on a business trip to Cuba, and he dies very suddenly. Well, very he goes there a lot, which is why you would, I mean. There, there's definitely some foul play there. Definitely. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of speculation, but let me just say this, in my opinion, there is some, there is some foul foul nastiness going on with with this guy (laughs) he is not on the up and up he's not um 
so he, he dies this unnatural death right in his homeland of Cuba and lo and behold his first wife comes to Key West to have Henrietta and and Enriqueta I'm sorry that was she's not Henrietta Enriqueta Enriqueta oh dear god that's um, right so she wants to have Enriqueta and the children evicted well there's a there's a very bitter bitter court battle uh, months and months there's no proof that Francisco ever divorced his first wife and again well, I mean I feel so horrible for oh, Enriqueta it gets so much worse. I mean, we're we're gonna be crying in our cup here in just a minute. Um, but yeah, it's because here's this woman, unsuspecting. This right. man wooed me. He built this house for me. Right. He married me. I have eight of his children. Right. Well, and that's what I don't understand. Like, I guess he didn't have any children in Cuba. Oh, he did. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, they have a very bitter court battle. Because they can't find any proof that Francisco divorced his first wife, the courts grant the first wife administrator of his estate, which left Enriqueta penniless, homeless. So you ju- they just kicked her out? Yeah. That's some bullshit. The first, well, the first wife kicked her out. I mean... She came down for the sole purpose... To, to take that house? To get that house, to kick her and her kids out. Why did she just stay in Cuba? Well, because she's a woman and she's scorned. Oh, my God. So get this. That is horrible. It's terrible. So Enriqueta and her kids were forced to leave the home, and they were forced to leave the house as people stood in the streets and watched. That is awful. That is I, I can't even. That's it was, horrible. It was, made, it was the whole – it was a spectacle. And it was later recalled – um, that it was an extremely sad spectacle, and it was in this moment that Enriqueta told the crowd that was staring at her that she would always remain in the house, at least in spirit. Yeah, so you can kick me out, but my spirit will stay. <laughs> Thanks. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> but, and, and to make this, to make this, and this to me doesn't even get, it gets worse from here, I think, but to make it even more sad is... Enriqueta and all of her children died within two years of being evicted from the house of tuberculosis and diphtheria. Well, duh, we're out in the street. What did you think was going to happen? I mean, I... I hope she haunts the hell out of that damn house. (laughs) So Francisco's wife eventually came back and just sold the house, sold all the contents, and moved to Cuba. What a piece of crap. I got to say, if I was the first wife, Oh, I would be livid, but I don't know that I would. I try to work something out. Like I don't know that I would take a woman out and eight kids. I I think initially I'd be like, a bitch needs to get out of my house. But I mean, you think about eight kids. I mean, mean, we all we have compassion, right? And you're gonna pop, and then you're gonna calm down, and then say, I don't want to be responsible for like kicking these people out and them being homeless. They're starving. It's 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 so sad. So this oh, to me is like this God. is a, this is a really for whatever reason this to me is a true love story because I feel like this is how love goes. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's <laughs> love hurts. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> We're stupid. Okay, sorry you guys. We <laughs> back to the what is year is it? Twenty twenty one at eighties. So um, Henriqueta's presence can be felt 
in what is used what was used to be her room which is number 18 for um for all of you guys that go and visitors have said that her presence is usually very gentle but she has been known to get angry um, really yeah and so again mm. i think i think for the most part she's just like a happy ghost yeah. um but another shout yeah, well, that's out that's what the lady said yeah yeah she was like we don't have any like horrible things that like ominous craziness that goes on in the yeah. hotel but she said she seems to be like a very friendly ghost yeah and, and, and again a huge shout out to these ladies they were oh yeah they amazing. were fantastic they took us on an entire on a, on a tour of 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 the entire first floor and the pool area i mean so we had such a great time on that tour we were like we, we were trying to out. book a room we're, we're, we're literally trying to book a room there on our next trip <laughs> unfortunately it's booked until like it's the end of may <laughs> of this year on coming back here in, at the end of april and so i don't think we're going to be able to get in um so then really my last my oh, last. which is my favorite because i thought we were going to this story first but this is oh so this one's your favorite this is okay. my favorite because oh my god so so this my, one of my favorite places yeah this is a lot of, so we're going to be talking about tony's saloon ah oh. Fantastic. Um, and so, really, here, there's really only one ghost. Right? I know, but we got to explain but, what no, Tony's no. saloon, oh, like no. the bar, I mean, is. So, well, so first, let me go into a little bit, not a lot of history, right? But Tony's saloon over the years has been an ice house, a morgue, a telegraph station, a cigar factory, a speakeasy and a brothel and is now a bar yeah and so y'all this bar is awesome it's, it's beautiful i mean if you like it's dark and it's got bras hanging all over this and, and dollar bills stapled to every freaking post um within the the bar the bathrooms are you know two out of ten people might want to pee in there um <laughs> 10 out of 10 people suggest don't. Don't. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, it's, it's not the best, but they've got pool tables, um, and the bar is old, and it's just, it actually used to be the old Sloppy Joes, because the new Sloppy, the original it's sloppy the Joe's, original right? Sloppy Joes, we don't go to the new Sloppy Joes, because wah, wah, wah. I haven't been, and, and, you know, no offense, I mean, I've been before, but I haven't been in a few years, because I just, yeah, uh, I'm, there's so many other amazing places that I'd rather be. Oh, and Tony's is one of them, Absolutely. So, I love it. So the, the first one that I want to talk about, and all of these, man, they, they hit home for me, um, but is the lady in blue. So oh, this is the yeah. ghost, right? So <clears throat> this is the ghost that's most often seen in this bar and is the one that scares most of the customers away. So yeah, this, this one's creepy. Tell you something. Yeah. So um, I buy, which I think we have pictures. Mm-hmm. We um, do. Uh, if they're not up yet, they will be up whenever we post this. Um but so this this will end. You guys hear the dog in the background. Yeah, it's sorry. Dog. Chrissy's turning around like trying to yell at a dog. I'm like, don't yell at the People dog. People like to take their dogs <laughs> for a walk in the cemetery. So the woman in blue, right, um, locals say she went crazy. It's speculated that she went crazy because possibly, my air quotes, her husband cheated on her. Yeah. Um, and, and she went crazy. And she stabbed her husband, and she stabbed her two children, and they found her immediately. They hung her up at the tree. In t- they hung her at the tree that's growing inside Tony's, in her blue dress with the blood stains on it. Yeah. So if just to further add some color 
in within Tony's. I know. Well, I'm I'm just trying to. She's so excited about. She was so excited about. (laughs) Just only because there is literally yeah a live tree growing in the bar. Um, so when you walk in the door, there is a giant tree. If you're looking at the bar and you on the left, right? Yes. There's a there's a big ass tree that grows. Yeah, and it's huge. It's huge. It's not a little tiny maple tree. Yeah. What kind of tree is it? I don't. I don't know, but they call it the hanging tree. I guess it's. I don't know if it's oak. I mean, we're just calling it the hanging tree. But it's. You know what? We probably. What I didn't do is I don't know how old that tree is. Oh, we should have looked at that. Yeah, it's got at least. It's got to at least be two hundred years old. Oh, definitely based off of um, all the stories that are like in the nineteen hundreds. So yeah. Absolutely. And, and, and Chrissy's right. It's, it is It is probably, they have the whole front of this building is open. People yeah. walk in with their dogs. You walk in and sit down and, and get a drink or get some water or look at whatever. Just yeah. go in and, and look at. Staple your bra. To staple the... your bra or your dollar and yep. check out the, the grave. Um, the graves there and the trees. There's, yeah, and... there's graves in the bar, which, which is so crazy. Which is are, you know, we got talking about the graves in the bar. Well, yeah, I, I just want to go back to the lady in blue because yeah. there have been folks that have said that they have seen her mm-hmm. in the bathroom. Um, they've seen her, like, just walking around. I can't. And she's it's like a blue ghost. Yeah. And you were talking about that, that like, areas of cold. Mm-hmm. There are areas in that bar, and it could be just because it's, it, their walls are. It's, it's almost like it's under. It's not underground, but you feel like. Yeah, but it's plaster. It's yeah. it's it's stone. You feel like and so you're it in a is. Cave there's cold. There. Yeah, yeah, you feel like you're in a cave, and there are cold spots in that bar where I'm like, oh my god, it just got cold. If it's, it's so weird. Outside with 110 percent humidity. Yeah, go to Tony's because it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> so another um, now, the folks that I'm gonna be. <clears throat> talking about now they're they're not ghosts but they're i think they're noteworthy especially to mention definitely here. um elvira drew so in the 80s um the folks at tony's decided that they wanted to tear up the old floors and they wanted to put new floors down well after they tore up the old floors they found 20 bodies and one gravestone now among all of them was elvira drew um, she was a middle-aged teenager between 14 and 16 who was married to a much older man uh, somewhere between 50 and 60. Oh, now, I think the 50-year-old so and 60-year-old men today are amazing, but I can't imagine at that time 200 years ago. Well, you're married how to much, a fit- how, what, what, what would they look like? He was very abusive. And he was a raging alcoholic. Well, I mean, you have to be. Why would you marry a 15-year-old girl? I think back then she was probably sold, or, or you know, she was forced into it. It's got to be clearly I can't right. That's just said. horrific Maybe in itself. It's terrible. Um, so, so she was, she was buried uh, under the floor, um, and she was hanged at 19 years of age. For killing her abusive husband. I, I just want to say kudos for That's killing like, your damn abusive ass husband I am, I who's am 50 to 60 years right. old. And no offense to anybody who's 50, 60 years old right now, but I mean, that's 
like you're abusive piece of shit and you yeah. are beaten up on a 18 year old girl well, yeah, I guess it's time yeah i mean she's 18 if she killed or 19 she killed her husband at 19 and get this that's crap it's terrible and get this her gravestone had been under those floors um for for over 200 years yeah when they dug up those floors it was already just over 200 years i find that, that was in the 80s crazy and I, we have a picture yeah. Um, that we'll post on the website. And it may actually, I, I may have already uploaded it. I can't remember. Um, because, well, they will be by the time you guys Yeah, it, it, and it, it's just so weird when you walk into the bar and there's this big tree and the, right behind it is Elvira's. <laughs> um, actually, it's over by the pool table. It's over by the pool tables. Yeah, and it's just so weird that, you know, you see a grave in a bar. To me, um, Elvira's doesn't even look like it. Like, if you don't know to look for that grave, it's yeah you just you miss it oh yeah P yeah people were walking all over it <laughs> now reba the the next one that we're going to be talking about so oh reba yeah that's reba the one behind Sawyer. the tree so this yeah. is the one that is like right under the hanging tree. yeah um and it's you know it's just a tombstone but so she was so instead of the man cheating on his wife this is a woman who's cheating on her husband so yeah she was cheating on her husband and meeting her lover at Captain at Tony's. Um, well, I think it was a speakeasy at the time. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think so. So that's where she would go to to meet her lover and to to hide this relationship behind her husband's back. Um and her, you know, she passed away and when she died, her husband was so pissed off, he <laughs> dug a hole under the tree and buried her there saying if she was so happy here, she can stay here. <laughs> Which, you know, one, I, I guess back in the 19, because it was 1900 1950, right? Right, so that so would have really been, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. But the fact that they let you just bury your freaking wife. Well, I think, yeah, so I think um, he was pissed enough to say, well, and I can't remember the circumstances of her death, but I, I find the story fascinating that he was like, all right, F you. Um, so happy if you're so happy, stay here forever. you can just freaking stay here because I guess she came there a lot. And with it being a speakeasy, you had to know yeah. a password. It was probably really secret and he didn't know, and he wasn't able to go in. He didn't know I, that, you I, know, I don't the password anybody, or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't want anybody to be cheating on, cheated on. I think it's terrible, but I'm, I kind of feel like, you know, normally we hear about the men. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we've got like one for the girls. One for the woman. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and so the last one uh, that I wanted to share with you guys today, and this will wrap up our our mini, which is not it's a mini. It's mini-ish. It's, it's mini-ish. Um, this this to me, I think I think Chrissy was the one that found this one. Um, this yeah. is just really really interesting. Uh, um, you know, it's just called the beautiful young woman. So when uh, Tony's was a speakeasy another yeah around the yep. time of the speakeasy mm -hmm. again yep a woman came in um with her baby and she found her husband he was drunk he was flirting kissing uh apparently <laughs> trying to take some other woman, woman. yeah um and this beautiful young woman gets so enraged that she walks into the restroom she kills the baby and she runs out i mean who does that there's a lot of people at to like I mean maybe Tony's is I mean that's a weird juju. <laughs> weird juju. <laughs> I mean that's fair. 
I mean, it's a bar in Key West. It is now. But th- and that's what we're saying. Like, when, when I started this and I said trees, bars, yeah. restaurants, uh, wherever else I said, residents, homes, like people, yeah. people's homes, bed, um, uh, beds and breakfasts. Yeah. Anywhere you go. There's something. There's something. Mallory Square, the beach, I felt the whole, oh, yeah. the whole saloon. Downtown. Under the saloon is nothing yeah. but bodies. It's nothing but bones. Well, like the old town Mal- where we yeah. went and we went to, um, and they had the uh, fire tower mm-hmm. and somebody had like jumped off, committed suicide. And it was like, there's something everywhere. It is so, everywhere you go, there's death. Yeah. It's, it's super creepy. But one of the, my favorite places in the entire world. And we we love it so much here that we are planning on coming back at the end of April. So just yes. for all of our crazy, crazy fans out there. <laughs> I like I your funny. crazy, crazy guys. I feel like I'm crazy. Steve Martin. Yeah. <laughs> so our birthdays are very close together. I think they're only five days apart. So yeah. we're going to be back at the end of April to celebrate our birthday and hopefully bring you guys another mini podcast absolutely so if you guys have any ideas you want to hear about something insane crazy please email us um, we're at status macabre um, at status macabre.com mm-hmm. um, also you can hit us on, on twitter mm-hmm. at status macabre yep. also um, instagram status macabre you guys and uh, then um, also we've got uh, facebook mm-hmm. you can we're at Status Macabre on Facebook as well. And for all of you tickety talkers, we're working on TikTok video. as well. Yeah, we're working working on that. And so we're we're not very social media savvy. But no, we're, we're, we're trying real hard, figuring guys. Figuring this out as we go, and we're we're like trying not to call each other's eyes out while we're getting through this. <laughs> but we're having fun. So the point is, you guys, if you go to Google and just type in Status Macabre, you will be able to find us somewhere. And then of course, there's always our email address, Status Macabre at statusmacabre.com. Super interested in hearing anything you guys uh, would have to say, any suggestions, any feedback would be would just be welcome. Absolutely. And we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much for joining, and we can't wait um, for next episode, which is uh, Carrie oh, yeah. again yeah. on Sundays. So it's a two first. It was a two for you at first, and then a two for I know. Me. So, yeah. yeah, y'all tune in on Sunday. Yep. We'll have a new episode for you. Yep, super excited about that. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you.